Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi, everyone. Welcome to what will be our second last podcast for 2021. Um, we'll do a bit of a market update today and then next week um, we're planning on doing our uh, our final one for the year, which will be what's actually happened in 2021. So welcome to another another episode. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as usual, we love these market updates. Well, uh, perhaps I should say I love these market updates. It's an opportunity for me to share what's actually been happening on the ground here in Brisbane, what the data has been showing, and also what we've seen in the last month in terms of changes to the um, economic Um, conditions, lending conditions, buyer composition. We're going to tackle a lot of things today in the market update. So um, get your pen out, get ready for um, some note taking if that's what you do with these market updates. And I'm looking forward to bringing you some of the latest information on what's happening here in Brisbane. And and if you're traveling and you don't have that pen and paper, don't forget that a lot of this, um, there is a uh, blog that Melinda's completed and it is on our website, um, streamlineproperty.com.au. Have a look at the blog. It gives you an update of the market um, for November. So if you don't have that pen and paper and you, you haven't got that ability to write things down or a great memory, have a look at the blog and um, it'll give you a bit of an update. So let's let's jump into it. Um, Brisbane, fastest growing capital city in, in um, throughout Australia. Absolutely. Now we have cemented our place as the fastest growing capital city. Um, throughout all of Australia when we look at dwelling values. Now, as we've been reporting in a number of episodes previously, the housing market is still leading that price growth compared to the unit market. So Brisbane, number one in terms of growth momentum right now throughout all of Australia when we look at all capital cities. So not a bad place to be if you're in the market. Um, Pretty tough for those that are still trying to get into the market and understand value. Yeah, and, I, and as we've talked about many, many times, um, you know, that that's now uh, what's happening now. But, you know, as we as we keep saying, 10 years time, we have an Olympic Games here. So it'll be interesting to see what does happen over that time. But I guess I guess if we reflect on on this year so far and, and November, especially when you talk about the fastest growing um, capital city, why is it? I mean, I know last week we talked about in our podcast last week, we talked about affordability. Um, but, you know, is that is that the main reason or why is it that um, Brisbane is that? Yeah, look, affordability is definitely one of the factors. Um, and we see that through our own inquiry where a lot of buyers that are priced out of some of the more expensive markets throughout Australia are looking to get a piece of real estate and they're looking to rent vest. So they rent where they live and they they invest in a more affordable location. Now, Brisbane and Southeast Queensland as a whole has really benefited from a lot of those types of buyers. And that's sort of coming through in some of the uh, shift in the composition of buyers, which we'll talk about a little bit later as well. So affordability, definitely, if you missed last week's podcast, we encourage you to go back and have a listen to that because we really touch on the affordability of Brisbane uh, compared to some of the other larger markets uh, such as Sydney and Melbourne throughout Australia. But look, also Brisbane's had a much better COVID response. You know, the lockdowns that we've had here in Brisbane have been short and sharp. We haven't had any long extended lockdowns like Sydney and Melbourne have had to endure. And I think that that's had a positive impact, you know, on on consumer sentiment as a whole, but also, um, you know, ensuring that people are out and about and it hasn't really slowed down any ability for people to inspect and transact in property. Uh, We've talked about this a number of times as well. You know, a lot of other states have actually had negative migration at this point in time, that is population movement, and they've seen numbers decline because 
the international borders are closed, so we're not seeing uh, any international migrants. Of course, that's changing um, as we speak and we're starting to see those international borders reopen. Uh, But Queensland has also had positive migration and that's driven largely by those interstate migrants. So there's been more people moving and relocating, especially to southeast Queensland, um, and that's obviously increased the population to some extent and created some some further demand for for property. So those things all combined actually fuel the demand side of the equation when we are looking at um, supply and demand. So I guess a summary of that is affordability and, and um, livable for, for Brisbane. Um, good bang for your buck for what, what you can buy up this way. Um, when you talk about lockdowns, obviously borders are opening up. Um, people are starting to travel up this way. So I think the lineups at the borders were, were quite quite large over the last, when they started Monday morning, I think it was, um, when they actually started to open up. So a lot more people coming up this way. Migration, obviously, people are looking up here for not only affordability, but but the weather and the lifestyle. And I, I apologise, I haven't told anyone about the weather at the moment, but we are sitting at about 30 degrees, beautiful blue skies this time of year. So it gets a little bit humid, actually. Um, but, you know, people are starting to move up this way. Christmas holidays, uh, it'll be great to see people sort of coming back up into Brizzy and into Queensland and enjoy that weather and the beaches and um and the lifestyle as well. So a bit of a bit of a summary there, I guess um, that is probably why um, that is, you know, why people are moving up this way. And look, you know, we can't just look at the demand side of the equation. Remember, price growth comes when supply is limited and demand is high. So we've clearly indicated some of the reasons why demand is high. And of course, there's those macro reasons as well with low interest rates across the board. That's also uh, a catalyst for the ability for people to borrow more money. And that obviously um, has been a stimulus for the entire property market throughout all of Australia. So there are also those um, macro indicators that um, we haven't touched on, but we of course have mentioned those a number of times in previous episodes. But what about the supply side. Yeah, so when you talk about that demand side of it, I, I guess we look at listing volumes. Um, listing volumes have been low. You mean uh, the supply side. <laughs> sorry, the supply side of it, the demand, the supply. Um, but the listing volumes have been low. Um, we have seen that. It, it seems to probably out in the ground a little bit more. We're probably seeing a similar probably properties that are coming along, maybe a few less buyers, maybe people having a little bit of a Christmas holiday. Um, not sure, but the volume the volume of listings is definitely a little bit lower um, compared to, compared to previously. What does it look like? Yeah, we're down about thirty three. Well, not about. It's actually um, thirty three point nine percent fewer properties for sale in the four weeks up to the twenty eighth of November compared to the five year average. So that's one third fewer listings um, in Brisbane compared to the five year average. So that gives you an indication of how tight supply actually is throughout the city. Now, that's really different to what's going on in Sydney. Um, The most recent information we've got here, listing volumes in Sydney, um, were actually uh, uh, sorry, we're, we're actually up um, and compared to the, and also that's the, the case in Melbourne. So in Melbourne, listing volumes are actually 7.9% above the long-term average. So you can't actually um, compare all markets in the same way. The supply dynamics are definitely having an impact here in Brisbane because there are 
so many fewer properties available for sale in a market where demand is heightened. And that's why we're seeing this price growth. Whereas Sydney and Melbourne have already had a number of new listings um, become available. The supply side is catching up with demand. And so the market is now more neutral. And that's why we're not seeing as um, much price growth momentum in those markets. Remember, it's not just about demand, it's also about supply. And one of the things that we do look for is those listing volumes. So it's interesting when you look at that, and, and we talked at the start about Brisbane being the fastest growing capital, and yet our, our listing numbers are down 33.9%. Um, Sydney is actually pretty much on average, uh, on its long-term average, but Melbourne, as you said, is actually up 7.9% above mm. its long-term average. So it's interesting that big change and the difference in that showing why we are growing in the market is moving so much as well. And, you know, we've been in a really strong seller's market here in Brisbane, and that's indicated by fewer properties available for sale and a lot of buyers, uh, whereas you can see there just based on those numbers, Melbourne might be starting to shift into a buyer's market where buyers have more choice. Um, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that is the case, but it does come down to supply dynamics. And when there are a lot more properties available for sale, it gives buyers more choice. Um, and generally, that means you get less upward pressure on prices. So what, what's going to happen? Is there any sort of forecast we think on that? Well, we did talk a lot about forecasts um, in previous episodes, especially in relation to the big banks and what their forecasts have been. However, SQM Research have put out some forecasts since our last market update. Um, so they produce a housing boom and bust report. They've done that again for 2022 and they've looked at capital sitting dwelling price change forecasts. Um, now they look at a number of different scenarios with, you know, a base case scenario where the cash rate remains unchanged. Um, they've got a number of indicators that define what that base case is. They also look at other scenarios where the cash rate might increase, um, et cetera, and it gives a number of different forecasted options. So, you know, anywhere in a worst case scenario um, situation, they've got uh, in 2022, three to 6% growth in the Brisbane market. In the best case scenario, they've got price growth between 9 and 16% here in Brisbane. So again, forecasts, um, can we rely on them? No, we can't, but it does give you an indication in terms of what some of the um, housing research groups are putting out. Uh, and remember, they are looking at those supply and demand metrics, and they're not grouping all of Australia as one property market. And as we've talked about, Australia's not the same in, in all capital cities. Uh, the property market is certainly not the same in all capital cities. So it's very, um, you need to be very careful when you are looking at that headline data, which might start to say, you know, pro property prices are going to crash or there's going to be, um, you know, price retraction, etc. You need to be mindful of those headlines and really understand the data um, from a local level. Yeah, I think that that needs to be, I mean, you can't sort of say that enough times. Just be careful of those headlines. And if you do have a look, as I said, in the in that blog or have a look for that boom and bust report. It's interesting when you see that all laid out, um, how they play out the different scenarios, not just one scenario and saying, oh, that's what it's going to be, because um, that can actually create some great headlines in the media. Um, we, we actually lay it out in different scenarios and you can actually weigh up different options of what could actually happen. Uh, it's actually really interesting to have a look at. So take the time if you can, if you're interested in property, have a look at that if you're looking to buy um, and get into the market, because it'll give you a bit of an understanding of of you know, looking at different ways to um, 
assess your risk, I guess, when where you're going to buy and what you're going to buy as well. Yeah, absolutely. When you get a breakdown of every capital city market and what the forecasts are for various scenarios, remember the big banks have based it on one scenario only. Um, so it's good to understand because no one knows what the future holds. No one knows when interest rates will start to rise. We do know that they will rise at some stage, but no one knows exactly when that will be. So um, head on over to our blog at streamlineproperty.com.au. Click on the blog tab, uh, the market update uh, blogs will give you the most recent data there and it gives you a nice breakdown of that information. Right, so let's jump into November. Um, obviously, we saw some um, some tighter credit conditions, um, things like that. What what other sort of things have happened in the month and, and to change the, the market? So yeah, tighter credit um, conditions came into effect. So any new applications for finance are now being assessed with an interest rate buffer of 3% above the current mortgage rate. So that's actually an increase of 0.5% from where it was prior. Now, um, what that means is it does potentially reduce some people's borrowing capacity. Um, has that had an impact uh, from what we've seen on the ground in Brisbane? Absolutely not. No. So, um, you know, we will be watching to see whether we, you know, find that buyers have have less money to spend. I think what that's done is potentially um, cause more people to focus on Brisbane as a more affordable market rather than, you know, staying in some of those uh, more expensive capital city markets. Um, sales volumes, it's something that I do want to comment on because the number of transactions here in Brisbane has actually been really high. In the 12 months up to the end of October this year, um, our transaction volumes were 51.5% higher compared to the same period last year. So that is an indication of the demand for property and the confidence that buyers actually have in the Brisbane market. Remember, a very low supply environment. And what that means is because transaction volumes are high, it's a fast moving market because when things become available, they are very quickly snapped up and we're seeing those transactions happen very quickly. So that's a really interesting um, number that has now been published. That is, that is when, you, when you look at the, the numbers there, the volumes at 51.5% higher, um, that's actually quite a lot. Um, and I just mentioned that I thought a lot of people were going on Christmas holidays. So um, it's interesting that it is up a bit. Um, it'll be interesting again, no, um, that's November, obviously. Um, December will change, I think, a little bit with people going on Christmas holidays as well. We don't want to give away all our secrets. It's a great buying time at the moment yeah. because some of that competition has actually, um, you know, settled down. We've only seen it in the last week or two um, and we do believe that this happens. It's a cyclical thing. Um, the buyers that are left in the market are the ones that uh, potentially have the opportunity to move very quickly and we've had agents start to text us a lot more off markets yeah. you know just in the last week or so um and they are people that intend to sell will probably list in january unless they can get a um a good offer prior so great opportunity for buyers that are still in the market at the moment especially if you've got those good agent relationships yeah it's definitely an opportunity there sometimes when um people just want to make sure they've got that sign up before christmas and they can have their christmas break and enjoy that knowing that the money's going to come into their bank account yeah. Um, the composition of buyers, I talked about this earlier, uh, we're definitely starting to see a shift in who the buyers are here in Brisbane. Um, and we can look at lending data to give us an indication of who uh, those uh, people are. So first home buyers are reducing. They've actually dropped to only 26.9% of all loan commitments. So it was much higher than that earlier in the year. Um, however, they are being replaced with investment buyers. So 
Uh, you may recall investment buyers were below 25% of the market earlier in the year. Now they're making up 32.8% of all lending commitments across Queensland. Um, we've definitely seen a huge uptick in investment inquiry um, throughout the latter parts of 2021 and especially since the Olympic announcement took place earlier in the year. So, you know, we're seeing that, that shift and that change in the buyers. Um, and I think that, you know, as we know, the upsizes, um, so the families that are upsizing to larger homes, they're still very active throughout Brisbane. So the market update, um, prices, yes. how, how, did, how did it all change last month? Well, as I mentioned, being the fastest growing capital city, and we look at dwelling values um, first of all. So the dwelling values actually increased a further 0.5% throughout um, Brisbane up to the end of November. So the current median value for all dwellings, remember this group's houses and units together, is $662,199. So if we look at the price growth over um the, the month, and, and I apologise, I just got that number wrong, the price, price growth is up a further 0.5% compared with last month. So in the month, we actually grew 2.9%. I apologise that I got that number wrong. So we had 2.9% dwelling price growth throughout November, which is further growth momentum of 0.5%. So what that means is we are actually accelerating in terms of the price growth. Um, so when we quantify that growth, um, it equates to about $20,102 more in terms of the median value compared to this time last month. So, yeah, and that is the median value So and, and, all, and all dwellings as well. So haven't broken that down between housing and, um, and uh, units yet, but um, it, that's interesting that it has gone up that, again, accelerating, still moving upwards, um, and it's not definitely nothing. Nothing's sort of slowing down on that side of things. Yeah, so we can break that down into the price segments again. And I love doing this because it gives us more of an indication of which segments of the market are growing faster. So when we look at Brisbane, the top 25% of values are still leading price growth. So we've seen 7.3% price growth in the three months up to uh, the end of October um, in the top end of the market. In the bottom end of the market, so the lowest 25% of property values, we've seen 5% growth. So a difference of 2.3% growth um, between the top 25% of values and the bottom 25% of values. So that's really interesting. Um, obviously, we've seen a lot of government stimulus being put into some of the new um, construction for, for builds um, in the outskirts of the CBD. Whilst we've experienced price growth in some of those lower price points, it's not been as significant as in the locations which are are more landlocked in the inner city locations and that's clearly coming through in the data and it's definitely what we are seeing out on the ground in terms of buyer depth. Um, there's a lot more buyers looking in some of those um, inner city and middle ring locations than there are as you move further out. And that and that's possibly people, as, as, as we said at the start, that affordability side. People are, are seeing that it is still affordable and even if, you know, the migration is, is high and people coming from down south up this way, that top end of the market, they can actually see really good value. Um, the bang for your buck that you get there. Proximity to the CBD, you know, the, the style of house, the size of the house um, and that lifestyle again, um, people are seeing really good value for that. And that's obviously why that top end of the market is still um, pulling pulling the line really. 
Yes, now let's look at houses uh, because obviously we can't just assume that all dwellings are moving at the same pace. And we've mentioned previously the housing market is leading the growth here in Brisbane. Now we've just hit a new record high in November in terms of house price growth. 3.2% in just one month. Now that is huge, huge price growth. If we're looking at the um, median value for houses now, we're at 757,194. That's for all of Greater Brisbane. That's the highest it's ever been. And it's also 25,802 more than one month ago. So if you're looking at a settled sale from one month ago, and if you're not applying some sort of growth factor, you will just miss out. And that's what I think a lot of buyers are um, making the mistake with at the moment. The price growth is happening. It's very strong. Um, and it, you've got to understand the um, additional value that you need to add to any settled sales that you're looking as comparable sales to, to form a value on the property. So huge price growth in one month. There's some pretty good numbers. When you look at October, October went up 2.8%. November up 3.2%. Um, and Brisbane for the 12 month change is 27.9%. Mm. That, that's a pretty good return on your investment. Very good um, return for those that, um, that, that own are a in house the market already. And, and that have been in the market for the last 12 months. So that is the house data. So um, if we look at unit Units. prices, yeah, let's, let's see what's happened there. So in the month up to the end of November, um, units were up 1.1% compared to last month. Um, so the current median value in Brisbane for units is $443,981 and that's 6895 more than just one month ago. So you look at that again, If I, the same sort of numbers one month ago, 1.3% uh, last month, up 1.1%, 12 months across Brisbane, now is up 11.4%. Yeah, so what that means is that the growth in the unit market retracted slightly um, in, in its momentum. So we still grew 1.1%, but in the month of um, October, we grew 1.3%. So the unit market growth is a little bit bumpier, whereas the housing market growth seems to be accelerating month on month on month at the moment. So um, two very different markets in Brisbane, and people do need to understand that you really can't look at that dwelling value headline and assume that that applies across the board. Yeah, it's very different lifestyle as we talk about all the time. Units and houses up here in um, in Brisbane, especially, um, a lot of people still do like those those houses. And if I just want to quantify for you, since January this year, January twenty twenty one, and if we just purely look at the median value in the housing market in January versus what it is at the end of November, the growth in the housing market at a median value level has increased $173,292 over the last 11 months. Whereas if you own a unit at the median value and applying the median growth for units, the unit value would have increased $50,804 across the same period. So in simple terms, the growth in the dollar value of houses has been 3.4 times the growth in the dollar value of units throughout Greater Brisbane. So looking backwards, definitely would have been better to own a house in Brisbane yep. than a unit. But again, not all houses have performed the same. So this is just top level data looking at median values. And, and it is interesting when you people, you know, we do talk to people saying, oh, I can't afford to get a house and things like that. Um, you know, just getting in the market as well. Um, so, you know, those units, are, the values of the units are still going up. Um, so just getting into the market as well, um, that's something to also consider as well. Um, obviously, if you're buying an investment property, you need to have a look at the um, the rental side of it. So how's the rental market and the vacancies? 
Yeah, so vacancies um, and the most recent data just came out in on the 14th of December. So vacancy rates at a citywide level in Brisbane, slightly down again this month, which is um, now at 1.3%. So for the last couple of months, we've been at 1.4%. So extremely tight vacancy um, across the city. And we, as always, we do break that down by region. Uh, when we look at the Beanley market, we're currently at 0.4%. So that's dropped from 0.6% um, in October to, to 0.4% in November. So that's a that's really tight market down that way. In the CBD, um, we have spoken previously about the fact that that was starting to creep up. It was at 4.9% in October. We've dropped back down now to 4.7%. So a little bit of a recovery there. East Brisbane, that was at 1.4% in October. November, it shifted to 1.5%. So not much change, just slightly up. Inner Brisbane, um, slightly down from 2.4% in October to 2.3% in November. Um, Ipswich, tight market out there, 0.8% in October, 0.7% in November. Exactly the same in northern Brisbane. So we were 0.8% vacancy in October. We're now at 0.7% in uh, with the most recent update in November. Southeast Brisbane, um, slight increase, 0.7% in October, now at 0.8%, nothing of concern there. Um, Southern Brisbane, um, another decrease, 1.5% in October to 1.4% in November. And last but not least, when we look at Western Brisbane, um, we've dropped uh, a little bit there from 1.2% in October, currently now sitting at 1%. So the only two locations that are currently above the um, overall vacancy rate for Brisbane are the CBD and the inner Brisbane locations. So the vacancy rates, I mean, as you said, in overall there, uh, 1.3%. It's actually, it's actually pretty pretty low vacancy rates. Um, so good time to um, have that investment property as well. And also then the the change in the, the rental side of it. So, you know, what, what are people looking to pay and, and how much has that changed? Yeah, so housing rents have actually grown in Brisbane in the last 12 months by 11.7%, according to CoreLogic data. So um, that's grown just in the last month by a further 0.4%. So we're definitely still seeing upward pressure on rents. And that is a consequence of really tight vacancy rates. So when there's not a lot of available properties um, that are on the market for rent and there's high demand from people looking to rent those properties, that's what's causing that um, upward price pressure. Um, in the unit market throughout Brisbane, we've seen an annual increase of 6.8%. Um, so that's up 0.3% compared to last month also. Again, um, it will be reflective of the area because not all areas are performing the same. Uh, units in high density locations where vacancy rates are higher are probably less likely to have seen this upward pressure on rents compared with um, units that might be in other locations where there's fewer properties available for rent. So on the ground? Yeah, so um, what have we seen on the ground? Um, obviously, if we just actually, before we get to that, if we just reflect back to gross rental yields, because we've seen price growth increasing um, at a faster rate than rental price growth, we are seeing gross rental yields in Brisbane um, start to retract. So we are now sitting at 3.8% across Greater Brisbane for gross rental yields. So that's down 0.1% compared to just one month ago. Um, you may recall a few months ago, our gross rental yields in Brisbane were 4.2, 4.3%. So that just gives you an indication of how much faster property values have grown compared to unit, uh, compared to rental price values. Um, 
rental price values typically are lagging as well. So we do think that with the um, vacancy rates as low as they are, we will continue to see that rental price growth. So um, still not a bad return when you're looking at interest rates for a lot of people that um, even property investors, interest rates are well below that uh, 3.8%. So if you're buying in Brisbane, even at the median gross rental yields and you're putting down a 20% deposit, more than likely you're, um, you're in a, a neutral or positive cash flow position. So as I, sorry, I, I did jump ahead there to get onto the ground. Um, I do, I mean, what we do see uh, out and about, I think I mentioned last week, seeing a few more cranes popping up around the skies. Um, the construction industry up here, by the way, is um, absolutely smashed. Um, they, they are so busy, there's a lack of material, lack of labour. Um, so the construction industry is, is under a lot of pressure. Um, seeing those construction sites start to happen, I think they could be probably delayed a little bit because of the pressure that is on the industry. So that could delay that a little bit, but still seeing some new construction, some new unit developments, things like that happening. Um, on the ground in the in the market, we've probably seen a few, as I mentioned earlier, a few people starting to go on Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably slowed down um, some of the open homes, um, some of the offers on properties, still seeing a few multi-offers around most properties that we do look at. Um, but not as solid as what it probably was. I think some people have said, you know what, it's been a really hard year and it's been tiring. I want to have a break. Um, they are. We're not. Um, <laughs> so we're going to continue going right through Christmas. Um, you never know what opportunities pop up. Yeah, and I think if we reflect back throughout the month of November, and I know we did this last update um, right in the middle of November, I would say the first two to three weeks of November, that's the period that we saw a lot of people stretch. It was like they were making a last-ditch effort just to throw everything at an offer to be in by Christmas um, and to align that settlement just before Christmas. I think from sort of the third week in November, that's when we've started to see uh, some of that market easing. Um, And what I mean by that is when we're doing an appraisal, generally um, we're able to track how far above the top end of our appraisal a property will sell. And we can quantify that as a percentage above the top end of our appraisal. And that's simply due to the market stretch that people are prepared to pay over and above what the property should sell for based on the settle sales data. Um, and we were seeing some properties in that that first two to three weeks of November sell upward of 10, 13% over the top end of our appraisal range. It gives you an indication of just how desperate some buyers um, were becoming to get into the market. That ratio has now definitely dropped back down. Um, and in fact, in the last week or two, we've been able to secure um, some properties for clients that are still within our appraisal range, which has been unheard of in the current market for a number of months. So it just gives you an indication of the buyer depth, how far buyers have been willing to stretch. And I think that may reflect in the next monthly data that it has still shifted up, but not quite as aggressively as we've seen in this um, November report. And it's interesting when you say that and when people are listening, um, we don't inflate our uh, appraisal range either no um you know it's not inflated it, it is what it is we work it off um settle sales. settle sales so we can't change that um it's obviously then we need to, to understand the demand of the property as well um talking to agents that there's been um most agents look there's some that are still listing at the moment i would probably say that majority of them um are, are probably going to hold until january um and there is quite a lot that i've spoken to on the ground that have, they've actually said you know we've got some really good properties coming up um early january they'll once they come back from holidays 
uh, I think there'll be a there'll be a quite a few good properties come to the market. So anyone that does enjoy their holidays up this way over that uh, Christmas break and enjoys the weather and the sunshine and the uh, the lifestyle and they and they're thinking of relocating and buying a, a nice house up here in in sunny Brisbane, reach out to us and um, we can always help you out in the new year. Um, and also those investors as well. So I think there will be properties coming. Agents are talk, talking quite positive about it. Um, it's good to hear that as well. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what buyers come back after that Christmas break as well. Yeah, and I think now that the borders are open and Queensland, you know, others can come into our state. That I think that once Christmas, New Year um, is behind us, we'll see that buyer demand return. And I think that we'll see some really, uh, you know, fierce competition re-enter the market. But of course, you know, that will incorporate or include people that are local buyers that have still not yet got into the market. I think we'll see some interstate um, people that have relocated that are looking to buy. Um, I think also that we'll see anyone that has relocated um, will put some further pressure on the rental markets. I think that we'll see or we should expect to see further tightening in vacancies early in 2022 as people relocate and, you know, they're looking for a rental property, potentially um, they will rent before they buy. So we might see a further tightening in vacancies um, early in the new year. And then that might put further upward pressure on rents as well. But look, um, the future looks bright for Brisbane. You know, when we see this sort of data coming through, it is reflective of what we've been seeing on the ground. Um, and look, we hope that you've enjoyed this market update once again. Yeah, so we'll wrap it up there. Um, as usual, I'll let Melinda do the um, the closeout. And um, next week, as I said, we will give you a bit of a uh, 2021 wrap up and let you know what's happened and some some interesting facts and stories, I guess, of, of what's happened throughout the year um, for beautiful Brisbane. And I'll let Melinda wrap it up. Uh, it's been great talking again, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Yeah, thanks for joining us once again, and um, I hope you've enjoyed this month's monthly market update all about the Brisbane property market. If you've got friends and family that want to know more about Brisbane um, or are looking to buy in Brisbane, please uh, send them a link to our podcast. Um, if they subscribe, obviously, they'll get um, an update every time we release a new episode. Um, also, if you would uh, be kind enough to leave a review, we would really greatly appreciate it. We do spend a lot of time putting together the content for these episodes um, to add value to the community. Um, until next week, hope you all have a fabulous week in the lead up to Christmas and we will look forward to bringing you our final episode next week. Thanks. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.